from the Nipty Radio Recording Studios, high above 107 Columbia Street in the heart of Uptown Downtown Albany. Welcome to this week's edition of the Nipty Practice Tips. Greetings, everyone, and thank you, Johnny, for that fantastic introduction. Today, folks, we will be continuing to discuss speedy trial issues. We will be looking at excludable time that is found under subdivision 4F. So let's get started. When calculating the amount of speedy trial time that is chargeable to the people in a particular case, CPL 3030 subdivision 4 contains a list of situations where, despite your inability to have stated your readiness for trial, the time will not be charged to the people. Subdivision 4F of this statute addresses situations where the defendant is without counsel through no fault of the court. When determining if this section applies to a specific adjournment, it is irrelevant that the people have never announced their readiness for trial neither previously nor at the present time. See the case of People v. Mineo, a First Department case with leave denied in 2003. An example of this rule is found where a mistrial is declared and a new trial is required. The people failed to answer ready for more than six months in this particular case, but time was found excludable under subdivisions 4A and 4F that reduced the amount of actual chargeable time to less than six months. That's the case of People v. Mears from 2008. This rule applies in more than just situations where the defendant literally has no attorney and is attempting to secure the services of one. The most common example of the defendant who is represented by counsel being, quote, without counsel for speedy trial calculation purposes is when the attorney is on trial with another case and does not appear in court on the calendar day. In such a situation, the time of the adjournment would be charged to the defense and not to the people. See, for example, the case of People v. Jenkins from 2001. If the defense attorney appears in court but is on trial and thus is not able to proceed on this case, there are multiple arguments to be made for this time to be excludable, including 3034B and 4F. When the attorney for the defendant fails to appear, and does not contact the court with an explanation for his or her delay, etc., then the time will not be charged to the people. People v. Rosario from 2002. There are situations where an attorney does contact the court and informs it of a situation which prevents him or her from being in court, such as being stuck in a blizzard. That will still result in the time being charged to the defense. See the case of People v. Fagan, a case from the first department in 1999. There are also situations where the defense attorney fails to appear and there is no explanation or any request to delay the calling of the case until the attorney can arrive. In those situations as well, an adjournment will be had and it will not be charged to the people. It's imperative that you assure the record is clear that the defense attorney has not made any effort to contact the court and there is no explanation for his or her absence. If the defendant is without an attorney and the court appoints one to represent him or her at the calendar call, the defendant is no longer considered to be without counsel for purposes of determining to whom the time will be charged. 
While the case law had been that an attorney assigned by the court cannot reasonably be expected to litigate the case on the day of the assignment, and therefore the time would usually not be charged to the people. However, the Court of Appeals in the case of People v. Rouse in the year 2009 held differently. The court wrote, The people contend that the 30-day time period from October 5th to November 4th was properly chargeable to the defendant because his co-defendant was without counsel. We disagree. Substitute counsel was appointed to co-defendant at the conclusion of the October 5, 2004 calendar call, and thus co-defendant had counsel during the adjournment period requested by the people. Nor does 3034F require the court to determine whether counsel was sufficiently familiar with the case in order for defendant to be considered with legal representation for purposes of the statute. Accordingly, because the people did not satisfy their statutory readiness obligation, the motion to dismiss the indictment pursuant to 3030 should be granted. This decision in the Rouse case raises an important point that you should remember. When a defendant is joined for trial with one or more co-defendants, any adjournment attributable to one of the defendants is chargeable to all the defendants and not to the people. See the cases interpreting this very important point, CPL 3030, subdivision 4D. If the court is responsible for the delay in assigning an attorney to represent an indigent defendant, this is considered the fault of the court, and so time will not be excludable in such situations pursuant to this section. See the case of People v. Cortez, a court of appeals decision from 1992. There may, of course, be other subdivisions in 3034 that are applicable to the facts in a particular case, but 4F will not be able to be used by you for excludable time. When a case is being litigated in a county with multiple Supreme Court parts in session at the same time, the attorney may be appearing at a calendar call in another courtroom but is otherwise available. If another attorney stands in for that attorney, and make such a record, or the attorney notifies the court of the situation indicating the attorney's availability once the other calendar call is completed, any adjournment will not be charged to the defense under these specific set of facts under 4F. When a defendant is incarcerated and the corrections department fails to produce a defendant, this absence of the defendant is not a fault of the defendant. Now, if the defendant's attorney fails to be present when the case is called due to the absence of his or her client knowing this might happen or aware of it and doesn't appear in the court, this will not be considered a time in which 4F is applicable. Take a look at the case of People v. Brewer, First Department case from 2009. Here's a practical reminder. If a defendant is not produced from corrections for a calendar day, that time will usually be charged to you. However, if you can establish that the reason for the defendant's failure to appear may be a direct result of the defendant's actions and not corrections, the time will not be charged to you. Defendants may refuse to get on the bus to come to court. Sometimes he or she may be ill and in the infirmary. The defendant may even have been delivered to the courthouse but refuses to come to court. Be sure to check out these possibilities and make a record if you find one of these situations to exist. Speedy trial issues are some of the most department-centric legal issues with which you will deal. Even holdings by the Court of Appeals, after some time passes from the handing down of their decisions, may be interpreted differently by the courts in the different departments. 
The key issue in all speedy trial litigations is the clarity of the record. Since the burden is on the people to assure the record accurately reflects the facts of the situation as it existed at the time of the adjournment, you must assure the record as all of the relevant facts that will impact a speedy trial issue. Also keep in mind that if the calendar judge states that time is chargeable to you or the defense, that statement is not binding on any judge deciding a defendant's subsequent speedy trial motion to dismiss, including the judge who made that comment. Take a look at the case of People v. Berkowitz, a Court of Appeals decision from 1980. When you're dealing with speedy trial issues, please be sure to check in our index and at the bottom of our written version of today's memo for the various links to other nifty practice tips addressing speedy trial issues. Our thanks to our announcer, Shawnee, for that tremendous job today. And of course, to our producer and man of many talents, Jonathan Marconi Crispino. To all of you out there, be well and stay ready, my friends.